Episode 526, Susie and Sarah oh, here. Oh my goodness. Sarah. Guys, listen. <laughs> I have a little brain Guys, fog. listen. I don't know what has happened. 526 <sighs> episodes and... We forgot how to do this. We... Look at how kind you are. <laughs> She's so nice. <laughs> she says we, but it's really me. You know what? It's probably both. We're How like one person. Those? I'm good. We How are. are you? Well, we're like one person, but I would like to be um, physically closer to this one person. Thank goodness yes. we're so we're we're so much like one person because then we can like stay connected. And I feel like I always know what, like I see something and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, Susie would really think this is funny. Like <laughs> I'll like I need to save a picture of this and I need to like <laughs> you're right and I'm, every time. I'm always right. <laughs> I need to have like a special folder in my like Instagram, whatever. You know how you can like save things? Yeah. I just learned this recently. Yes. Uh, and I need to like, have a folder called for like Susie. And it, yeah. has, it has to be like a funny punny name. Yes, do that. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. That's a good idea. I, I want to know because my sister was listening to the episode we did with GJ because, you know, yes. Frank and Cindy forever. Oh, my God. But she must have listened to the whole episode because um, she texted me and she just wrote, OMG, Sarah. And I'm like, what'd she say? And she was like, just everything. Oh. <laughs> like everything you say is her favorite. And I'm like, wonder what it's oh, like to God. be like America's sweetheart and that, have everyone but, think everything you say is hilarious. Well, it's just, it's so special that you guys get to enjoy <laughs> it all because you are the only people I talk to and my clients. <laughs> so, special. and my they pay me. So, well, we're all lucky because, like, Gretchen Here I am was just like, giving you even if I had an ounce of Sarah's energy, I would be so happy. I Do you say feel it all energetic? for this show. Um, oh. I don't, it's, it's, well, first, I feel. Uh, here's what I can do. I feel I feel like I have highs and lows and the older I get and the more I practice, mm. I'm able to harness that energy and create more and more of a um a, a balanced state. That's so good. Less highs, less lows, which okay. is fine. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying that. Like I'm I'm like turning into more, you know, like less emotional reactivity. Once I started really like um, tracking my emotions, you realize that when they feel really intense, they're often not. They just feel it in the moment. Because like our mind says like, oh my God, this is the worst ever. Like remember when you were a little kid and like, well, you know, you have a kid. <laughs> oh my God, you're the worst mom in the whole world. Like right. our brains go to like worst extremes. Yes. So in the moment. And then we create a whole story behind that. So once you like see, oh, well, actually this isn't like the worst ever. And when I look at it over, you know, course of a month or whatevs, this is actually not that bad. I then it feels like it puts everything in check. You have been so helpful with that for me because, you, you know, you talk a lot about that now about how, you know, you you feel an emotion and then you feel the emotion about feeling the emotion. Oh, yeah. What do you call it? Meta or something? Metacognition. Yeah, metacognition. And that's helpful because it's almost like you get that bird's eye view of your own uh, yes. feelings and then you can yes. have more um, pragmatism and like brain work instead of just all being emotion. 
Yes, that is like a le- that's like leveling up. I think. Yeah, and like I agree. The, when you realize that, where you're like, oh, this is what that is. Okay, I can. I get a like. It's like all compounding or like exponential or whatever you, however you want to look at it, and it just like intensifies it when you have the feelings about the feelings, and they're all because of expectations and bullshit that put on us from like messages we learned from our parents that is just their messed up messages from their parents mm-hmm. or it's like societal messages like oh i sh- i should be a certain size and so now i feel guilty when i go and i eat that chocolate chip cookie because and like here I am eating the chocolate chip cookie, which makes me feel good. And then I feel guilty that I feel good because I shouldn't like eating that because it's bad for me. And our brain's like, what? And really, it's just a stupid message that, you know, we pick up and we should just be like, hey, you can have this cookie right now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then we can enjoy the cookie and not hate ourselves. Amen. I'm tired of that. Rant. Yeah. Just sick of it. I'm sick to death of all of it. I'm sick of it. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, I did just find out. I wasn't planning on talking about this today, but I will. I just found out this, you know, you'd you'd think in the, I'm in the field, uh, I... <laughs> hear about things like i took the test i got really good grades yeah you're an expert you're a master and i and i still uh there's always new stuff coming out and i just learned this new symptom of adhd that i think oh my god what is it it's called rejection sensitive dysphoria and it's extreme um susie you're gonna die because this is like my mom and I both took it and we got 50 out of 60 in the, in the assessments. <laughs> oh my God. And when I read it to her, she was like, oh, why do I feel like you're reading a page out of my journal? And oh, I was like, no. see, mom, you have ADHD. And she goes, I thought this was normal. I'm like, mom, how many times do I have to explain our individual experiences? Yes, there. Like you, this is just how I am. I know, but there is another way to be. It's like saying I, I, I just have high blood pressure. That's just how I am. No, there are things we could do. Okay, so rejection sensitive <laughs> dysphoria. I, I like went into my own like hole of like you know <laughs> experiences that I'm having with the conversations this week. Okay, uh, extreme emotional sensitivity and pain triggered by the perception that a person has been rejected or criticized by an important person in their life. It may also be triggered by a sense of falling short, failing to meet oh their God. own high standards or others' expectations. Uh, it's not that people with attention deficit disorder are wimps or weak. It's that the emotional response hurts them so much more than it does people without the condition. Uh, these universal life experiences are much more severe than for neurotypical individuals. They are unbearable, restricting, and highly impairing. So 
What is it? And this is the crazy part. When it's when this emotional response is internalized, as it often is for people with RSD, it can imitate a full major mood disorder complete with suicidal ideation. The no. sudden change from feeling perfectly fine to feeling intensely sad that results from RSD is often misdiagnosed as a rapid cycling mood disorder. It can take a long time for physicians to recognize these symptoms that cause sudden emotional changes associated with ADHD and rejection sensitivity. It's a... Uh, in fact, it's common. It's a common ADH symptom, particularly in adults. Tell when me, it, like, when what the, would happen? So you um, get rejected, or someone criticizes you? And yeah, it's it's often people can't even find the words to describe the pain. It feels like oh it. They and it's so to cope with it, you become a people pleaser. Yeah, and you try to scan like every person you meet to like find out what that person likes. And uh, we basically uh, the dominating goal becomes to make other people happy and they become too busy making sure that other people aren't displeased with them to even take care of the things that are important in their own lives. So maybe people who put their own self-care and things like that aside for, you know, right. oh, I need to do this for somebody else. And then they can also stop trying. If there's the slightest possibility that the, the person might try something and maybe fail or like fall short in front of anybody or then it becomes too painful or too risky to even make the effort. And so people who are often like bright and capable will avoid activities that are anxiety provoking and end up giving up things like dating, applying for jobs or speaking in public because they're like, nope, I can't yeah. because what if I fail? And it's so – it's neurological and it's genetic oh and early God. childhood trauma makes it worse. No. Yeah. But the greatest part is that there's medication for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You there's like a, a type of Yeah, I I already messaged my doctor and I was like <laughs> I took happens. a self-administered test. I scored really high on this. Listen, this is like totally a thing. Yeah, there's like a heart rate medication or something like that. Of course, I am not a doctor. I'm not giving out medical advice. No. Please goodness. This is not that. <laughs> Don't sue but, us. Don't sue us, yeah. I will but say, isn't what? that a crazy like symptom thing? Yeah. Yes, it is. I can't believe that exists, and that that describes you basically a hundred percent. That's who you yeah, are. I know, and so I think that is uh, uh, definitely something I have to look into. Well, one advice we will we both agree on is that you need therapy. Not not you, Sarah. I mean, you do, but I, duh, <laughs> we, we all do. Everybody needs therapy. I was just saying to somebody the other day how my saying that all the wrong people are in therapy. So basically, if you're oh, in, so not true. in therapy, you need to be because you right. are the problem. <laughs> Somebody's in therapy talking about you. Yes. So stop <laughs> the cycle and use better help because you can do it right from your phone or your computer. You don't have to go to an office or anything and it's safe and secure and the, the counseling is professional and they have so many counselors and they specialize in all different things. LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, anxiety, stress, anything that you're dealing with. There is somebody that can help you. It's professional and affordable and just so convenient. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash brain candy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. Even yes. if you think you don't need it, you probably are the one that needs yeah. it the most. So, People, like, like what I was saying, like my mom, yep. where she's like, no, isn't this just normal? No, no it's lady. not normal. 
we've been dealing with this for forever. But when I read that, I was like, oh my God, that is so me. That's so scary. I think a lot of people can like relate to that feeling of like, oh my God, this person, uh, um, uh, you know how much we think about like, oh, they're taught they're that yeah. one thing that you did a million years ago that you still play. I mean, yes. I still think about those second grade trolls and you know what? That's why I have this on here. So I could just come and talk about all of like, <laughs> you know, the embarrassing things that happen and then it normalizes it and then I don't feel so bad. Amen. It's kind of like that. Um, do you remember that website? It probably still exists or something like that, where it was like, you can mail a postcard in of like your secret and then they just, yes. Like it was called like the secret or something. Yeah, I feel like that's very cathartic and yes. important to do because a lot of times the things that people not a lot a time all like every time somebody thinks that the thing that they're like so ashamed of or like oh my gosh if people only knew like uh, so uh, a lot of other people have had heck that. yeah it's like. Nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. Mm-mm. And once we realize that, you know, uh, anywho. And anywho. I have some really fun stories to talk to you about this Can't week wait. that uh, that has happened right around the corner for me. Oh, you Did love you, that. He, I do. But this one. <sighs> Is this better or worse than the nuclear waste plant or whatever? <laughs> the toxic dump. It's better, but it's still toxic. But Let's it's worse it. than the farm. It's, it's, yes, worse than the farm. (laughs) It's kind of like when I lived in Orange County and I was close to Huntington Beach and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, what's (laughs) happening in Huntington Beach again? It became like the Florida of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, a high school in Ventura, Ventura High, uh, they had to redistribute their yearbooks because the people who made the yearbooks had inappropriate superlatives. (gasps) Did you hear about this? No. No, oh my God, it didn't even make it to, the, I bet it didn't even make it to the uh, uh, East Coast because it's like local. Mm-hmm. But so, uh, uh, you know, all school was done remotely. So the oh. yearbook committee or the people who were in charge of the yearbook were kind of doing it uh, independently as well. Right. And there was a teacher who was supposed to look over everything. Uh-uh. So normally they come up with like superlatives, which are like, yeah. m- you know, most, most likely athletic. to succeed or, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You taught me that word, by the way. I had never learned, knew what that word was. And then oh, yeah. in like one of our early episodes, you used that. And I was like, oh, I think I, and I learned, I learned something. Yeah. Then it was like every episode you're teaching me something new. Um, and <laughs> yeah. don't, didn't you win? You biggest flirt. Yes. That was mine. Uh, of course. And you were like and, nicest person ever or something. No, I was, I was in the running for most outgoing and I lost to a, a girl named Tamara. Shout out to Tamara. Uh, and she deserved it. Um, but my brother, Lucas, won best dressed in junior oh. high. And I feel like that's my award because yeah. I dressed him every day. <laughs> right. Because he's colorblind. And so he would say, hey, Sarah, <laughs> what should I wear? Well, and when he great. got that, I was like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Where you is are the, good my credit? That. Like, I was actually upset. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I wish I'm embarrassed it. to say this is me admitting my truth right now. <laughs> my truth. I was really <laughs> upset at that, and I definitely shouldn't have been. I have since like my priorities are better now. Okay, so back to the story. Yeah. Um. They. So you know, usually you have like the basic categories, but this year they decided to get creative. Whoever the Ugh, people were that mistake. were in charge of this, huge. Uh, 
and how they found out was probably the most interesting part. So uh, this senior, her name's Morgan, she was looking through her yearbook when she got it, and she opened it up, and she noticed that she had been voted best dancer okay, and most likely to be a TV star. And she was like, what the fuck? She said she's never danced, ever. Hmm. Like, she's not a dancer. So, like, that was weird. So that she posted, weird. Right? She posted on her social media. And then it looked like her, like a couple people responded and said, those are just stickers. So they peeled off the stickers and underneath were the actual superlatives. And on her, she peeled it off and she was voted most likely to get COVID twice and most likely to be canceled. No. Isn't that messed up? There were a bunch of people that uh, got vote like that basically bullies took over the yearbook process and under the people that they didn't like they would put things like most likely to get canceled and then to correct it like it didn't go it went through the printing process and then the teachers noticed it no somebody noticed it and then the yearbook company was like oh yeah we have these stickers you can put on and the school just like haphazard like through stickers yeah, that even, whatever oh no and then they said like oh if you tear off the sticker it, it'll it'll damage the paper and you won't be able to read what's right, under it right. well y- no were you were that. they were wrong and uh yeah were they all mean well they they were, were they inappropriate other- like about people's bodies or sex stuff they, I, I think it ended at, and I kind of tried to dig and it was, I think maybe because it's school, it was kind of hard to find more information about like, you know, <laughs> right, there's the a school, cover up. The school, uh, uh, the teacher advisor declined to comment for the story. What um, the but fuck it was is going on like, with yearbooks this year? No, no joke. That is what I was thinking. I was like, this seems like very, well, and it's interesting because the girl who, who noticed like the people that were being target targets of this kind of bullying in a way, or I don't even know. Yeah, I guess it's bullying. Yes. Um, uh, that she had earlier that year been targeted for conservative views. Like she had, she was saying, like, oh, well, I, I guess mean, she was like an anti-masker. Could... And so oh. she got, you know, most likely to get COVID twice. Well, I, I think know. that's fair. <laughs> and it's like, well, you, Wait, you maybe don't wear I'm a, mask. a bully, right? That's what I was. That's why I had in my mind. I was like, well, okay, it is bullying, but, but I certainly wouldn't put that in a yearbook, right? And it's that's definitely so not okay for. And the students were saying that because it was at the like at the time. First of all, this went <laughs> through a lot of like a teacher should have stepped in at some point. Heck because yeah. They had to create the poll, create the create the the categories the, that make an online poll, send it to the students, collect the information. That's the thing that I'm confused about because this is voted they did on. All this. Right. So how did this girl not see what the categories were to begin with? You know what I mean. Good question. Although maybe because this year was crazy, like yeah, things like that could slip through the cracks. Cracks. Well, and. And they also said, like the the people who like wrote the the polls, they said at the time mm-hmm. that it was done, the category felt relevant because of the impact COVID had on our senior year. That was like her quote. 
So, you know, the person was like, well, you know, I guess, like, this is what happens when you put 17-year-olds in charge of shit. Why are we shocked? <laughs> yeah, We're like, oh, true. my God, they didn't make a good decision? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they weren't discerning. Do you discerning? remember all the decisions you made when you were 17? The end. Wow. I guess yeah. in times of stress and things, uh, I guess things go haywire. Yeah, and I think that uh, I, f- I, f- I feel like the teachers were probably the, the, the what is it, the uh, yearbook committee yeah, staff or whoever, they were kind of phoning it in. Yeah, I don't blame them. Right. One thing that everybody should do and don't phone it in is wear beautiful jewelry. And thanks to Ana Luisa, you can do that. And you can do it in a way that is carbon neutral, not bad for the planet. Because I don't think a lot of people realize most jewelry is not good for the earth. And so... Yeah, I didn't know how terrible it was until I started seeing that, you know, how things are made and the kind of materials and how things are sourced and what goes into it. Yeah, so I'm really yeah. happy that we are partnering with them because this is, as I said, carbon neutral, but it's super high quality. There's a 365-day warranty, and the pieces the are best. so beautiful. Oh, I never take my – I get messages all the time. My necklace that I wear on my Instagram, you guys might see it all the time. It's It looks kind of like a paperclip chain. I think it's called the paperclip so necklace. So cute. I love it. I get compliments on it all the time. Such good quality. Oh, and they're so really fair prices. They start at 39 bucks, and we have a discount for you um, so you can get 10% off. And it is just really great stuff. Here's the, um, the info for you. Um, AnnaLuisa.com slash Brain Candy is where you can go to treat yourself and your loved ones and use our code Brain Candy to get 10% off. I absolutely recommend them. They're a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. Go check out AnnaLuisa.com slash Brain Candy, code Brain Candy, and it's spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A.com slash Brain Candy. I'm getting these for my friend Jaslyn, who is graduating this year. Oh, that's a great I think it's a really gift. nice gift. Yeah, because oh. you can give them classic piece that they can wear at college and and it a feels like yeah it does jewelry. it feels like that yes that's analuisa.com slash brain candy a-n-a-l-u-i-s-a.com slash brain candy for 10 percent yes. off love it love it yes yeah i will say that jewelry is one of those things where i had a full i did like a full 180 yeah in my feeling on it I think after being in quarantine for so long and like yeah, not having those little things that are like I, – I went through the stage of like, oh, what does it even matter? And then oh, I right. put on – I got myself a nice necklace. It and sets I put the tone. It on and all, all I do is wear a white T-shirt and jeans and a nice necklace. And I swear to God, it's like mm-hmm. you'd think I like – I'm going like to the Oscars over here. Elevate. Like, it <laughs> oh it makes me Oscar. feel so good. I did not know, like, you know, I don't know. There's a time for both, casual. There really is. Dressing. Yeah. And yeah, then I when I get back. when I get older, like 70, 80, then I'm going to dress like um, what's her name, yes. Iris Apfel, yes. with all the F- chunky, fully, yeah, full costume jewelry, please. Yeah. It I'm is like so cute. That I, I feel like I get to get a head start on that because I'm a therapist. <laughs> that's so true. And that's like part of our... You our, can load up. Yeah, I do kind of miss going to the office to get to wear my therapist-y outfits. I just wear them when I'm at home anyway. 
Do you think that'll ever happen again, or is that are those days over for therapists? Go back and going back to yeah. the office. Yeah. Um, I think I'll definitely go back eventually. I'll have like an office. Yeah. I just feel like it's been so great to do therapy online. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it would translate as well as it does, but it's almost better because, in a lot of ways. People are just comfortable. And I think when you're comfortable and when it's in the same environment and it's your home and, you know, you can, like, make it special. There are definite advantages. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I like that. Harder with kids. Oh, my God. Can't do – can't – I'm really – I'm missing the kid therapy. That, that, you know. Oh, that's nice. Nice thing. But – I shout out to our um, Brainiac Isabel. She's the one, she's in book club and documentary club. She's from South America and she's been Zooming with Lincoln. um, Oh, yes. To speak Spanish so he doesn't lose it. Oh, did he pass the test? Did she pass the test? She said he did better than than she expected because, I mean, she didn't know what his level was. And frankly, I didn't either. Uh-huh. I knew that he talks in Spanish a lot, but w- whether he's saying it right or not, I didn't know. But so they've been having a nice time talking about nerves. Yeah, what, and- what did she say? What did I wanted to know if because you know he's picky about who he talks to. He's, yeah, but he doesn't she like makes talking the to cut. my mom. Yeah, because she, makes she was cut. born in America. But Isabel is a native speaker, so it's Isn't okay. That, that is the funniest thing. I love that. <laughs> oh, but and anyway, sure I didn't mean to derail well. your topics. No, you, please, your baby is always one of my favorite topics to talk about um (laughs) another one of my favorite topics yes well actually i have two here to choose from well not poo i was gonna say i have two to choose from uh but that's funny that your mind went there and i do have a story like that i saved for next week about (laughs) a worm with a lot of butts but i didn't read the full uh, the article it was sent to us on twitter by one of our uh, brain candy Well, that'll be fans. worth the wait, I'm sure of it. Yes. So instead, you have to choose between history of Dalmatians as fire dogs or a new theory on emotions. Oh, I'll go with the dogs. Yes. Okay, so this is adorable. Okay. Um, uh, first of all, have you seen those videos that, of course you have, on Instagram and everywhere and TikTok of the dogs that hit the... Yes, you have. We talked about this last week. Yeah, I am bunny. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was very inspired by that. And, and we have buzzers from when you and I did a, a, uh, some game from, from a live episode. And I was like, wait a sec, I have buzzers. So I've been trying very hard to get my dog to learn an association between the buzzer and going outside. I'm trying. I'm also reading a behavioral book called Don't Shoot the Dog that's all on like behavioralism and how to train your dog. And I've got my mom here who is the ultimate dog trainer. And I try to do things like buy the book and I'm like, no, they have to naturally do it. My mom's like, no, just give me the leash. Let's do it. And the dog does it in two seconds whenever she takes over. It's so annoying. (laughs) She's like the dog whisperer. And I'm like, what is wrong? She's like, you need to relax. And I'm like, (laughs) you need to Possible. I I don't know how. So like, so we, we met? right. I'm like you know I'm like this because of you. So, 
Anyway. I love that you're uh, trying to train Bo, though. Yes, we're trying to train Bo. I've also had to train her to go down a ramp. I bought a ramp mm. for my back, the back of my car because she tries to jump up and down, and she's getting old, and yeah. so she's got some arthritis in the back. Not arthritis yet, but just some... I can tell she jumps down, and then she's like a little limp, limpy afterwards. Yeah, and too um, much. And so I got her a ramp, and oh my, my mom's dog is like running up and down it like it's like... A circus and Bo <laughs> is like, oh, I don't know if I could take another step. Aww. Oh, I've had some really cute Bo experiences lately. Let me just tell you that I will get back to Dalmatians, I promise. But <laughs> let me just tell you the cutest thing that happened. I sw- I wish it were on video, but I'll have it forever as a memory in my heart. And my mom was there to see it. So we're at the dog park now. Bo has never ever. In the entire time I've ever owned her, no ha- known how to play fetch. She's I throw the ball, and what she'll do is she'll bark at the at the ball, and then she'll chase the dog running after the ball. Like she's like, <laughs> she does not know that she's supposed to get it. Yeah, she doesn't. She's never done that. I've never seen her do it. She hasn't even made an attempt. Okay, we're at the dog park the other day with my mom's <laughs> dog, and my mom's dog is like dog dog, you know, doing all the dog stuff. <laughs> Throwing the ball, getting the ball, regular dog stuff. I throw the ball. I go, hey, Bo, here, go get it. And I'm cheering her on like you wouldn't believe. I'm like, you could do it. Come on, Bo, go get the ball. I throw the ball. She runs after it like you like. I've never seen her run after a ball before. I'm like, what is happening? She grabs the ball. She brings it back. I'm I'm freaking out. Aww. My mom's freaking out too. We're both like, oh my god, this is so amazing. <laughs> I can't even believe it. She drops the ball. Everyone starts. Mind you, my dog is silent. She never makes a noise. She doesn't do, ever like do. She's like yeah. shy and timid. Out of nowhere, Bo goes. Ow! No, like she was so proud of herself, and she kept. She was how everybody at the dog park was cheering for her. That is so cute. It was like she knew. And then she was like running to the, running around the edges of the dog park. Like, like, did you see no. what I did? And we threw it again. And she was like, she like howled with pride and joy. This is what we all should do when we make I know. our goals. Is that not the cutest thing? I love she, it. Like, we're talking a dog that does not ever yes. bark. She was proud of herself. Howled. And my mom was like, oh, look who couldn't be more proud. Like she, oh, she was just like, like on top of the world for catching the ball. So I, I, I can't wait to the best day. So you can teach old dogs new tricks. And so I'm feeling really um, uh, optimistic about the, the buzzer. I just look like the crazy one touching Before it Before you time. talk about Dalmatians, may I just suggest that people – Give Theragun a try. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yesterday, as Sarah knows, I had a migraine, one of the oh. worst ones I've ever had. And that the Theragun was one of the only things that brought relief to me. Um, oh. It's a percussive handheld therapy device. So it's like a massage tool, but it can release deep muscle tension, which is part of what that can cause migraines. That is definitely... Of course, Suze, you're and so tense. You need to use that all the time. <laughs> I know. And it was such a help to me. So if you are a person that maybe wants to release those deep muscle tensions, then this would be great. Or if you just want to feel really great and really nice, or maybe after a workout, you want to loosen up, 
Theragun is so great for that. And it's very quiet, like mm-hmm. an electric toothbrush, but it still has a lot of power and speed. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash brain candy right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash brain candy, theragun.com slash brain candy. Okay, let's hear about these donations. Yes. All right, so... I don't know how we got on the subject. We were talking about, you know, dogs like my mom and I always do. And then <laughs> I asked her, um, like, I, I asked, I said, you know, I heard this rumor that Dalmatians were firehouse dogs because a lot of them were deaf. Oh, Have you ever heard that? No. That is such an, that's such a myth. Yeah. Like that, so then, you know, we were like, well. So they what wouldn't the be sensitive the to the siren or something? Yeah. Okay. So that was what, you know, maybe I had, like, I had guessed, but, mm-hmm. or, you know, not even close. Oh. So the story is, like, far more adorable than that, which is, like, of course it is. It's the best. So they originally uh, were not associated with firehouses. They were associated with carriages, and they were carriage dogs. They would call them coach dogs because they loved horses, and they would run in front of the horses, and they would, uh, like, shoo anything away that was in front of them. Like, maybe there was, like, people in the front of the, the carriages as they were, like, trying to, like, go down the streets, or maybe there were, like, cattle crossing the way, and the the basically Dalmatians and horses BFFs. Really, it's like Dal- I, I so in my mind, I always think like maybe a Dalmatian's like, hey, they kind of look like me. Yeah, right. I wonder if I try really hard, <laughs> maybe they'll let me it's do like those goals. <laughs> yeah, because they kind of like look almost in a way. Like I feel like if a you know like I, Great Danes kind of look like a horse. So you so, feel like that might be why they love I don't horses? feel like it. Oh. oh, oh, no, 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 no. I don't know about their love for horses. I was oh, talking okay. about their their relationship. I was like, this is fact. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't know. They it, it just said that they have, um, like, the Dalmatian Club of America was interviewed for this article from the American Kennel Club, and uh, or for the history of, and it didn't say anything about, um, like, why they loved horses. It just said that they were really good stable guards, and they ran with the carriages, and they guarded the carriages, and they just were they're really good companions and so they care they were like good working dogs okay and so originally fire engines or fire not fire well i guess they're fire engines they were horse drawn yes drawn by carriages we just went to this place here in pittsburgh the other day called old economy village and it's you know this preserved um it was the oldest commune in the u.s and it was a religious commune but they like you know, role play and they all wear the outfits and stuff still. And they had one of these, um, fire, well, yeah, carriage. Yeah. Right. That's why when I called it an engine, I was like, "Mm." it's so insane. You just think, how the hell did this work? They just had like buckets. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And water on there. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That was fascinating to see those early fire trucks or coaches or whatever. Wow. Yeah. And it's really cute. Like if you look, I wonder if they had it on, in next time you if you go again or yeah. look back at the photos mm-hmm. there's often a little box that the dogs and like this is kind of on the newer like once the uh, okay the care once they transition from carriages to to 
cars. They put a little box on the side of the car for the dog to run, no. to like, like sit in. Because you are it, lying. Basically, the, the cars got faster, the trucks got faster than the dogs, and the dogs would oh still God. try to chase it. So they're like, we need to give them a little box. So it's like so, a sidecar for a dog, basically. Yes. Oh, my God. I'll put That's the picture adorable. up. I'll put the picture up uh, on uh, on our Instagram Wait, and show you that. Wait, can you explain? This is so going to sound real silly, but I don't what? even know no. why they need dogs for this job. What the hell? I, Do they uh, smell okay, the smoke so, or something? So... Uh, that so that was the that's kind of where it gets super adorable and cute the it started in and why we get the association with the dalmatians is from the new york fire department in the 1870s there was a, a basically like a one of the earliest firehouses and mm. one of like the i don't know like the popular firehouse i guess like where maybe it was some big firehouse or something right. like that and uh it became like associated with this firehouse because they would work, they would just run along the fire, like the the carriages with the horses. And then what happened is, is because dogs love being around the horses and then the horses were at the fire station. And then at a certain point, the fire stations no longer needed the horses, but they couldn't get rid of the dogs the dogs just <laughs> still wanted to do their You're jobs lying. which was running after the car uh, running at running after right. like they, they like they be they began to be bred for this of yeah. like we're our job is to run ahead of this fire truck and make sure that like the way like they cleared out the way yeah nobody's in the way and then the carriage can come through and then but then the horses went away and then they were like we still gotta run so then they put a little sidecar the dogs sometimes go into the building and get out kids and stuff or am i just like idealizing i think this? that was i think that might be a little the like movies. ostrich he- sticks head in this hand disney movie like you're talking yeah. i was like i thought it was because they were deaf which isn't even close <laughs> at all people just want to be around dogs that's it yeah that's it, and like the do- that really is it, and they, they just, keep them company in the um, yes off hours too, probably. Yes, they had it just be became a thing. a thing, and then the Westminster Dog Show developed a category for fire department no! Dalmatians, and I, then and that was in 1910. So really, it was like we just we really loved a firehouse yeah. Dalmatian from New York yep. in. 1870 and from there <laughs> we're still that insisting became, that they do it but is the cutest that they yeah. love the horses and they were like we got we just like hanging out with horses that is adorable and then, right and then they, they got rid of the horses the dogs were like well, we still have to work we got yeah. a job to do don't fire like, oh, for me Pete's sake. right right <laughs> i did nothing and so the, the picture so the little nice. picture of the cute little the cute little doggy sidecar i'll send it to you so you can see this adorableness and we'll make i'll make sure to post that i read our, a tweet and i was laughing really hard because it made me think of you and Bo. but like adam said you'd be offended so shall we find out oh yeah okay here's what it said be offended i'm not gonna be offended by anything <laughs> i go i want to send this to sarah do you think she'd be offended and he's like yes well, because it's well, kind of like mean be? about Bo, but but in a loving way. Oh, okay. Let's see. Test okay. it. The tweet said, there's nothing more beautiful than the bond between a hot girl and her busted to help back goblin snaggletooth rotting corpse of a dog. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> because it's so true. Not like, as much please, as Bo, but I there just, are a lot of these. You don't think she's... Susie. I have cleaned up 
I have a senior dog who now has like incontinence problems that I have to like give a special medication to. To I'm like sending this to you, it it is a one hundred percent turning that. And then people will will uh, uh, will be like, "Oh, what happened to her ear?" And I'm like, "Oh, she had growths." Like that that this is absolutely like, but like a thing. Bo is wonderful. It's just not like. Of course. You remember how you didn't get custody of Sigmund? Be, you know, when you didn't divorce. get custody? Yeah, yeah like, correct. Sarah's ex got Sigmund because Sigmund is like a show dog and like right. purebred. <laughs> and then Sarah gets like this dog that needs a diaper now. And oh, it's so it's sweet. So true. Yeah. It's just, but you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. That's right. I think that's the best one. It worked out as it should. Yeah, it really so she's the cutest. Um yeah. I want to encourage people to check out um our Poshmark stores. I don't know oh, if you yes. guys are looking Suze, for new threads. This is very well timed. I agree. I literally have 100 items up there right this second. Get Sarah's 99, threads. 98 97 96 <laughs> get them while they're la- while they last right won't last long no but i'm always updating my store as well like anytime i clean out oh my god i, I almost want to buy Poshmark. some of the stuff that you have the app is so convenient if you guys aren't on there you should be because you can get even new items or lightly used and they're brand names you can find anything you need in Poshmark's closets they're so great so easy to list stuff too you just like go on your phone beep beep boop and then your stuff's up and people buy it and it's so easy um here's the deal listeners of brain candy get ten dollars off your first purchase just enter the invite code i'm sarah rice when you sign yes. up, that's invite code I'm Sarah Rice because that's also the like handle for Sarah's closet. So you can see all of her items. Because you're sometimes basically going to get free stuff. Yeah. And sometimes like, yeah, you're right. Because if you buy like a $15 or $10 yeah. item. Mm-hmm. Right. I have some things on there that no joke are $8. So yeah, and go. then when you sell your own stuff, then you can use the money to buy other stuff in the stores as well. So it's really, yes. it's really super cool. Okay. I love it. Anyway. Yes. Ha. I sent you that adorable picture for you to look at, uh, you know, and enjoy of a little doggy in a sidecar. It's so cute. Oh, my God. Isn't that cute? Yes. Do you think you'll ever get a dog? Yeah. The one thing holding us back is just like the ticks around here. But I think if I put the collar on. Yeah. No, you don't even need the collar. Bo, Bo, we live in Tickville, too. I mean, not like you, but like in the, it's like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, ticky out here. Like, you know, and, and so I just give her the the one that's, like, a, a – it's, like, oral medication. She's, like, a chew. And okay. And it lasts for, like, a month, and it's real easy. Okay. Yeah, that's the only thing where I was, like, oh, I don't know. That's a lot of hassle. But a Link probably needs a dog. Probably the right thing to do. For sure, where you live, that yeah. the house needs a dog. Yeah, you're right. It just, we have raccoons. Why not a dog? <gasps> oh my gosh! Okay, the other day, guys. Yeah, I see. I don't know if you guys are following Susie on Instagram. Obviously, you are. You should be. And I hope that you got to see her little uh, raccoon friends that came to visit. And yeah. so I send her a message, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, look at how cute!" And she goes, "I know. Adam keeps feeding them ham." Yeah. And I was like, "What is happening?" 
Now that one that came to our door, he comes every day, of course, because they're not stupid. Well, they're not and dummies. We just, what are you going to do when you run out of ham? Well, it's actually great because you know how there's always something in your <gasps> fridge that no one's going to eat? 100% there you're – this, is, this yeah. is like Biggest Little Farm. Yes. Yes. They can be your own little composters. Right. It's great. Hey, little trash bandits. You know, like if you get a watermelon and it's just pandas. not quite yummy yet. The right. raccoon doesn't mind. Oh. No, it doesn't mind at all. Or like all that food that, you know, you're... Uh, here's my question. Yeah. I want to know if they like citrus. Do they like limes? I'm they pretty be sure like, those guys will eat anything. They will eat they anything. They eat garbage. For yeah, but sake. they also like... Don't they wash their food off too? Oh. I feel like their name... Uh, this may be... Right up there with Dalmatians or deaf. <laughs> and that's why they work at firehouses. But I also <laughs> feel like I've heard, and we're definitely going to need our zoo friends to um, yeah. let Way us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking to you, Kara. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Kara. I do Yes, Kara McSweeney. She always Cara helps McSweeney us out with these our, questions. And I always go back and forth. I'm like, is it Kara or Kara? And then I always say <laughs> the wrong one. Um... Uh, yes, my question, because now I got distracted, was about what the hell were we talking about just two seconds ago? Where did I mean, my brain raccoons. go? Oh, yes, raccoons, what their name translates to. I heard it translate translates to like, like some kind of cat, like feline that washes its food. Oh. That that's what it means well, in Latin or something. That's adorable in Latin. Uh, or it's a lie. <laughs> right. Who cares? Yeah. But uh, this is not a lie. It's a theory. We like okay. those better. That's what mm-hmm. you say when you don't know. Um, <laughs> but this one I kind of feel like I do know and I totally agree. And it's fascinating to me. What? So this was an article um, in The Cut. And it is about uh, that complex theory of emotions that basically says if you can say it, you can feel it. So scientists believe that we have an infinite number of emotions, and as what? long as we can name them, they exist. Okay, like what would be an example? Like fear okay, of I'm getting so like, the asked. wrong restaurant order or something. Kind of. Yeah. So one of the ones that they listed, that the person who wrote this article did such a good job providing a good example of this, and I think everyone can relate to this. Uh how about that mental distress that mm-hmm. you experience when you have a uh, a little bit of like anxiety the next day after you were drinking? Oh yeah, they called it hangxiety. <gasps> it's like hangover anxiety. Yes, and everybody knows this feeling. Yep. Like so, once if you can, it almost does, you don't even need other people to to know what the experience is you just have to be able to kind of describe it and name it yourself yeah and you can call it whatever the hell you want yeah as long as you say i'm feeling mm, anxiety like you it's like if you can name it you can tame it kind of thing yes because you know why i like this is because it's what you were mentioning earlier this feeling that people have circle yeah where you think either you're the only one or you're weird or and you're trying to tell your mom and our, yourself like yeah. there's nothing weird no 
Nothing at all. Everything is normal. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And if, and you just have to be, and if you, the second you name it, you're observing it. Mm-hmm. And the second you observe it, you have the meta awareness mm-hmm. of that feeling. And yeah. then you can control it. Yes. Hello. That's it. Once we can say, oh, I'm feeling sad right now. Then our brain can, well, we have to help it create a story maybe about, or not create a story, but give it a, a, be curious. We have to have a curiosity about, well, why, why would I be sad? Not coming in with a judgment. Oh, you're sad because you're terrible. Mm -hmm. Nope. That's judgment. We come in with curiosity. I wonder why I'm sad. Well, uh, you, um, you know, just ended the relationship with somebody and you stub your toe and you like spilt a can of paint on your garage floor, whatevs, you know? Yeah. And you, when you can come from a place of curiosity and just look at the facts, you can go, oh, well, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, and then have, have some kindness. Yes. I, I say you need a mindful snack. S-N-A-C-K. <laughs> Tell let me. me. Let me explain. Tell me. So sometimes when we're like really hungry for some like emotional comfort, we have to stop and have a snack. And so we have to S, stop, N, notice, A, be aware of what's going on, Mm -hmm. Uh, C, be curious what's happening, and K, have kindness. Oh my God, I love this. There you go. Mindful snack. If you can just remember S... And N, stop and notice. The other ones, will, you'll, you'll, you'll remember the rest. Yeah, because then you'll be aware. Then you'll be aware. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be curious and then you'll be kind. Yeah, be kind. Be kind. That's the one that's really, really, really hard to remember is the be kind one. Because we just want to judge ourselves and be like, you know, or maybe it's just me with that RSD stuff. No, <laughs> but I no, think I'm everybody. I'm kidding. It's it's everybody. It really is. Because you always it think, oh, you everybody. know better. Why'd you do that again? Or oh, you know that are, feeling. Are, yes, and that doesn't serve. That doesn't serve us. We would never say that to, a like a kid, a kid stand, like a little version of us. I really like this. This is good. You like the mindful snack thing? Yeah, I do. Because yeah. this is just, if you can routinize something and then make it a oh, habit, yeah. like we always talk about, yeah. yeah, then everything gets a little easier. Yeah. And I'll make it even easier for you because sometimes people get worried and, and get freaked out about noticing stuff that's uncomfortable and bad or bad. I mean, that's like a label, human label. Nothing's bad, good, what matters? It doesn't matter. Uh, uh. But they don't want to feel any discomfort, so they don't want yeah. to notice anything. You don't even have to notice the stuff that you don't like. Yeah. In fact, don't notice that. Mm-hmm. Notice the tree over there. Yeah. Notice that uh, a delicious piece of chocolate you're eating. Notice the little butterfly that just floated by. You don't have to know. That's mindfulness. That's being present. That's being in the moment. You don't even have to be noticing the thing that you are worried about or concerned with. In fact, it's better to not. I love this. Yeah. 
It feels like progress. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I think about whenever people, don't you feel like this about when people say they started our show from the beginning? Like recently? And I'll think, oh no. Because I wouldn't say a lot of the same things now. And I'm sure things I would say now, maybe in five years, I wouldn't. Yeah. You know. Man, it it like it is nice getting older. I feel like I give way less shit. So imagine what we're gonna be like. Oh, we're so we're gonna be insufferable. It's gonna be great. Oh, oh it's gonna be. So, I'm gonna not care at all. <laughs> yeah. no I, I love it. The more I see people not caring, like on social yeah. media, people that just are who they are. Yeah, makes me really happy. The happiest. I I. I feel like you have. Do you ever see those? Have you ever seen that that picture of it? It's like a picture of a horse that's tied to like a water bottle or something, hmm. or like fake tied to a post, and it says like we don't know, or, or like our boundaries are in our mind or something. Hmm. Like the he's this horse, you know, that can tear down the post it's tied yeah. to. Is tied to like you know, and you could put the 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 rain's over an empty water bottle and it'll stay put because it's really just like our own mind that is our, the thing holding us back. And I think of, and sometimes I think about how powerful women are in, uh, uh, changing beauty standards collectively when they want to. Yeah. And we've seen it happen with like, and I feel like we're going that direction with like, there's an, uh, an artist, I wish I knew her name, but she takes pictures of women's stretch marks and she adds like glitter oh, yeah, to the lines. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so, it looks so cool. And I feel like the more we glorify and, and like, I don't know, bring a positive attention to those kind of things. I think the more, like, because I remember having a moment where I looked in the mirror yesterday and I saw some stretch marks that are new and I had a, oh, well, isn't that beautiful Mm -hmm. feeling for the first time ever? And I swear it's because of this artist. Oh. Oh, I should write her and tell her that. You should. Yeah, because, oh my God, it like makes me emotional. I don't know why. I like, I, it, I was like, wow. Because I thought about it for like 10 minutes afterwards of like, huh, that really changed how. I really noticed that I looked at that different. Yeah. I read this article. It was Anne Helen Peterson's Substack. And it was an article about the the grandparents are not all right. And it was about how boomer parent grandparents really like have lived through a lot of really difficult body image stuff and all the diets oh and trends God. over these years. Yes. And that, you know, they've <sighs> internalized the messages. So they tend to put that on their kids and grandkids and the grandkids do not let them talk to your grandchildren about eating and what and they're like clothes yeah. that don't yes. but like gen oh. z is like not into that 
Right. And they're just not falling for it. And I think it makes boomers and other people with body stuff crazy. Because, like, if you've internalized something, it kind of makes you crazy when other people haven't. Yep. Because then you feel like, what the hell? I've been living with this. I've been holding myself to this. My ex-husband's stepmom was like this with her daughter. And I, like... In not even a like a, not in a mean way, not even a misunderstanding, no. but just like a yeah. the same kind of concern that I remember my mom had for me. Yeah. My mom was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm worried that people are going to say." And I, yeah. I had to tell her, I was like, "Let me pull up a picture of what uh, the the body type w- was in 1996 or whatever when you were in high school. Let's look at that." Kate Moss picture. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the people that the Instagram, like, you know, number one, whatever her name is, the one who does all the dances, the TikTok girl. And yeah, I don't know Carly, Charlie yes. D'Amelio or something. Yes. And I'm like, this is what we got. Go- Do you see? And like the light bulb went off. And she was like, oh, like this might be just because maybe you might, she probably is more popular for. Yeah. The things that you're so that's kind of a maybe maybe ask her what how she feels and maybe like how come they're not falling for body. it don't listen to us we've been ruined by culture so keep doing what you're doing gen yeah. z oh yeah keep we should listen to them they're smart you're they're like no i'm beautiful it's fine yeah <laughs> and they're like good at keeping their bodies healthy and their minds healthy and they're like oh no i need to like be a vegan and go to therapy i'm like oh. i don't know how they did it with all this social media i don't well they i think maybe it. it's the swing it's the it's the the it's maybe the the pendulum going in the other direction or maybe seeing i think we're gonna have a generation of kids who um are very anti because they had parents who were like do this so I can put it on Instagram, you know, like a camera yeah. in their face yeah. all the time. And the, I'm, I, I've talked about this on here before that the number one thing I heard from kids doing therapy with them was I wish my mom would or dad wouldn't have the phone out so much. Oh, they tell yeah. you that? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. They mo- uh, yeah. And that book that we read, um, uh, 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 What Happened to You? They talk a lot in there about what happens when you have parents who are disengaged and how that's really uh, – it creates serious attachment issues. Really? Oh, serious attachment issues, especially in the first few months that – I wonder – I'll have to – you guys will have to join our book club and find out about that. Um but yeah, I'll I'll see where I can find some of that. It's an I definitely highlighted all of that in the book because it talks about how the damage that it does. Yeah, the damage that it does when 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 a, well, it's the still face experiment because that child is looking at you and and looking for feedback, but you can't recognize that the child is looking for feedback or looking for your cues mm-hmm. and we're so distracted on the phone that if you're sit, if you think that you're that sitting with a child and quote unquote playing with it while you're on your phone is the same as not having a phone out and playing with your child, it's like no, just being in the same doesn't. That's not it. It doesn't count. You're doing more damage when when they look to you for um, 
like bids for attention. Yeah. And for they're basically looking to you to say, are people good? Mm. Can I, when I need somebody, look depend to them, on them and, yeah. and depend on them? Mm. Uh, and when they look to you and even and if it even takes you a little while, you're basically teaching the message, this, you can't depend on me and this screen is more important than you are. That's really it. That's bad news for like an entire generation. Fucking bad (laughs) news, Susie. I sent that. There was a Q&A in a a workshop I was in recently and it was talking a lot about personality disorders and, um, you know, some of the the attachment issues that cause personality disorders and those kind of tendencies to emerge and... uh, and those symptoms to emerge, I should say. And uh, I, I posed the question, like in the Q and A, like, what do you think is going to be the effect of a generation that you know is? It was like cricket. Like I think they didn't want to answer the. Well, like, yeah, it's too. It felt like, oh no, next question. Yeah, you know. And I just knew it because all my other questions were go- were being asked, and then it just felt like this one was like, um, uh, anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> Right. And it really, like, people were definitely bobbing and, and weaving to get out of that one. And Well, it's because we all kind of know. Mm-hmm. But, like, what are we going to do? I just want to hear it from the people who are, like, up yeah. there and just to, like, confirm what I already know. Yeah. Because it's like, oof, this is bad, 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 bad. But, yes. Twine but it down. if you can name it, you can tame it. So, yeah. Name it and tame it. Maybe we need merch with that. Um, I'm always like merch brainstorming. That's great. I love that. By the way, you guys should check out our merch. Sarah's been killing it. Making beautiful pieces. I've got some new stuff coming out real soon. So That's on our website, thebraincandypodcast.com. We put uh, bonus content on our Patreon, patreon.com slash braincandy. Today we learned about a lot of things, a lot about emotions. Yeah, um, some few things about Dalmatians and the emotion I have for them is love. And apparently I'm running a raccoon farm. We learned about you that. You are. It's so cute. Still need to look up and find out what their name means. Yes. Yep. But yeah, and if you uh, have anxiety, don't sweat it. We all do. Right. And maybe if you feel like uh, you are somebody with ADHD like myself, yeah. look into that little uh, RSD and see if like uh, that's something that maybe you, you deal with because, you know, the more you know. Thanks for all your hard work today, Sarah. You did oh a great gosh, job. You know, just, just two like thumbs up. Trying to like teach the people, share share the knowledge, <laughs> share the wisdom. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, maybe they would vote me most likely to uh, uh, share an article with a friend. That is definitely they, they would, def- your I would definitely your <laughs> category. Yes. Well, we'll see you next time, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.